You're listening to Cool World on BFF.FM Radio. And I'm Kelsey Styles, back at it again with episode number three. Really, really excited about this one. Uh, today, I have the amazing Jess Koala. Hey! Tattooer and illustrator uh, with me. And we're going to talk about her career, how she became a tattoo artist, uh, Woods like emerging in the scene as a queer and female artist in the industry, and a little bit about the Riot Girl movement, because we're both huge fans of that. Uh, but for right now, uh, we're going to play some more tunes. Why do you want me? How you 
Okay. 
Listening to Cool World on BFF.fm. I'm Kelsey Styles, and later on this special Monday episode, Jess Koala, an amazing tattoo artist and illustrator, will be joining me to talk about tattoos and the Riot Girl movement and tons of other cool stuff. So stay tuned. You're listening to Cool World on BFF.fm. Like me.
Turning up, turning up, turning up, turning up.
listening to Cool World on BFF.FM. I'm Kelsey Styles, and later on on this episode, I have Jess Koala, tattoo artist at Castro Tattoo, and an illustrator. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, being in the industry as a queer person, the tattoo industry, and the Riot Girl movement, and some other really cool stuff. So, hope you can stick around and keep chilling out to these tunes. This is Cool World on BFF.FM.
city station you pass me the glass your lipstick and the rent summer babe narration waiting waiting
If I tried all day, went to the party, not much to say, kept to the small talk, faking my way, and the thought comes again. Living in the real world Am I doing it right? Am I doing it right? Don't doubt yourself, kid yourself kid don't doubt yourself kid don't doubt yourself kid in retrograde on a protest sign. It's a bad wig. But you didn't need that money anyway. $20 in the ATM, there's a $3 fee. This is Cool World on BFF.FM. Uh, in a couple of tracks, actually, I'll be talking to my special guest, Jess Koala, about being a tattoo artist in the Bay Area, an illustrator, a queer person, and a huge fan of the Riot Girl movement. So stay tuned to Cool World on BFF.FM. At the 7-Eleven, nice town and it will end like this. The green juice is free now, it's free now. So you think you're better than us now because you work for a major corporation. The truth is, you'll never be as good as us because we're so much smarter and care way more. You're not until you are. You don't need directions. You're not saving power. You're just wasting paper towels. We don't have to march long. Just until we're over injustice, patriarchy, and American imperialism. Too good to work in a business. Too good to work for anyone. Yes. 
we're taking two of everything at the 7-Eleven. Nice town and it will end like this. The green juice is free now, is free now. Nice town, a lot up in our kiss. We're taking two of everything.
You're listening to Cool World on BFF.fm. I'm Kelsey Styles, and with me in the studio, I have Jess Koala. Hey there. Uh, she's a local tattoo artist in San Francisco, currently working at Castro Tattoo. <laughs> she's a little, she's a little mic shy. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> Um, yeah, so do you want to tell the people who you are, where you're from, how'd you get to SF? Yeah, I've been in uh, SF for about 12 years now. I'm from SoCal originally, Long Beach, and then Temecula, California, boo. And then, uh, yeah, I've been up here for 12 years, working at Castro Tattoo uh, since November. Um, and I love this city very much. It's a beautiful place. Yeah, you were actually one of the first artists that I found in the city that was like, this person's dope. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, I think it was through uh, when I first moved out here. I was like, all right, I need to find like my go-to artists. And I was going through Instagram searching like the hashtag like SF tattoo or something. And I came across your work and I was like, holy shit. And I like looked no. through your book and then like immediately, I think I did like a walk-in. And you're like, hey, yeah, what's I think, up? I feel like I was trying to think of the first time you came in, and I feel like it was probably on a flash day. Yeah, yeah, it was. Right? It was yeah. like, I don't remember what I was doing it for, but it was a flash day, mm-hmm. and you came in, and we had a really fun time talking. Yeah, Jess, uh, it was at Black and Blue Tattoo, yep. correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, had this like super tiny studio. Uh, and my the, tiny little hobbit hole in the back. Yeah. Little hobbit hole. It was just like plastered with like artwork all over the place. And I just remember being like, this person plays like really cool music and it works really cool. Like, hope we can become friends. Yeah, yeah. And that was did. such, yeah, we, we became friends. We have gone dancing since. And, yeah. um, that was such a fun little space. It was like this tiny little room, much smaller than the one we're in now. And it was really fun to decorate it, you know, just throw up crazy shit. That's yeah, cool. it was literally the essence of Jess <laughs> in a room. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna dive right on in. Uh, if you wanna get a little closer to your mic for the people. There you go. You yeah. got it. All right. Kiss kiss the mic. Is that good? <laughs> <It's> great. <laughs> um all right, yeah. How did you get into tattooing? I feel like everyone has kind of a kooky origin story. Oh, totally. Um, for me, like I went to school for art, and as a kid, I always made zines, painted, and um, went to school at SF State for photography and printmaking. But I think like a lot of artists got out of school and was like, well, "What the hell do I knew- do now?" and started yeah. dog walking. And kind of figured that I'd be a dog walker slash painter slash printmaker forever. Mm-hmm. But um, I, a friend of mine worked at Black and Blue Tattoo, Leah. Um, she ran the front desk and they needed help on weekends and asked if I wanted to. And I was like, yeah, totally. You know, I'm, I have this full time job dog walking, but, you know, be around artists, have fun. And yeah. so I started doing that and fell in love immediately. And I had been pretty tattooed at that point but definitely was like okay yeah no this is where I belong this is I want to do this um and Christy Quinones Christy Miller now um became one of my best friends right away and uh, agreed to apprentice me and it changed my life it was incredible and I haven't looked back since Damn. So you didn't even start like with stick and poking. You were I just... didn't. No. I oh. mean, um, not to say I didn't have a few from my younger days, but um, no. I uh, I went I went right in. It was totally. 
I was so obsessed with tattooing before that, but didn't necessarily know. It seems like such a scary world, you know. Um, oh, yeah. There's this medical aspect. There's also putting your art out there and the permanence of it. And um, it's it, it was pretty scary to start. It's pretty, you know, it's hard to say, yes, this is where I belong. Some people, I know people who knew right away that they wanted to, but for me, it was really scary. And once I actually got into that world working in a shop, that was that was the click for me. Why do you think the tattoo industry is so intimidating? Oh my God, there's so many levels of it, right? <laughs> like it's scary to go up to an artist and say, I really like your work. Like I do it, you know, like when I go in to get tattoos, I'm still terrified. But yeah, it took me a while to figure out kind of like uh, how to communicate what I mm -hmm. wanted from a tattoo artist. Yeah, like, yeah. I have a couple where, you know, I like didn't want any shading on it. Like I yeah. just wanted to be like line work or... You know, they would like do a sketch, but like it wasn't mm -hmm. exactly what I wanted, but yeah. I got done anyways. Cause yeah, I was yeah. just like, yeah, this is good. This is fine. I don't know how to say yeah, it. Like. Yeah, yeah, totally. Oh, I've done the same thing. Yeah. Um, I think that the visual world, it's really hard to, uh, you know, put together like what you're visualizing mm -hmm. into words. And likewise, you know, like into like for artists, like to pick up what this person is saying from their words to what they're picturing. Oh, yeah. um, so that's just like a really it's definitely like been the biggest lesson learning tattooing like that has been the hardest part is sitting down with a person and being like oh okay this is what you picture and so like as a tattooer you kind of like build this um you know that with your clients you learn what to say to get those things you're like okay show me an example of this okay and so you learn how mm -hmm. to pull those pieces but it takes a while um and yeah it's not easy to do how often okay I know you probably get asked this question a lot. And do people come in with like someone else's work and they're like, I want this. And you yeah. have to be like, uh. um, well, not as much anymore. Starting out all the time. Mm -hmm. um, but the biggest thing with that is um, I always tell people right away, like, you need to ask that artist permission um, because yeah. like like well I guess there's two different ways like is somebody coming to you like with a painting and like I want to work this into a tattoo like mm. I get that kind of thing like illustrators um or sometimes right people come in with a picture of a tattoo and they're like I want this tattoo and um so with that like no it's like we don't want to give you you don't want to have someone else's tattoo and somebody else you don't want to somebody else to walk down the street in five days and you're like wait a minute that's my tattoo unless yeah. it's a flash piece which I love doing flash as well and I get flash tattooed but if you go to an artist and you're like this is this thing I want it's very particular it means this to you I went on Pinterest yeah. and googled geometric tattoo and mm -hmm. found this and exactly I you to put it on me. and then you're like I want that um I will always like talk to clients and be like well let's make it our own you know like I'm totally yeah. down like everything in art is you know recycled everything's been done before for sure. But like, let's talk about it and make it our own and do something cool. We definitely don't want to like steal someone else's tattoo or someone else's work. So let's do something fun and unique. Let's do our own spin on it. Question. Have you had that happen to you yet? Where someone has been like, hey, Jess, like someone stole your design. Um, I have definitely had people like message me and be like, ooh, saw this on Instagram. And there's definitely been things that I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, that looks similar. I haven't, I see people post a lot about like pretty much exact tattoos copied. I haven't had yeah. that, but I've seen like images that were definitely influenced. But also mm -hmm. that's a total like, you know, everything's influenced. Nothing's new. 
and that doesn't bother me. I haven't seen anything yet that has been like a complete copy. Okay. Which would okay. be different. I'd have to think about, but also, you know. Damn. No, no hating. Damn. <laughs> um, okay. I'm still surprised that you said you studied photography. Do you, I did. Do you still do photography? Well, I you... do, but like everybody does photography, right? Like Instagram, all about it. Yeah, but were you were you like working with like film or oh yeah, Bl- dark room, dark room all the way. Um, I, yeah, darkroom. I love actual film, but you know, since I've graduated, I haven't much at all because it's really expensive. The process you have to get, you know, I don't have a darkroom in my face. No one in San Francisco has room to have a darkroom in their house. Right. Yeah. Unless you're lucky enough to have like a walk-in closet. A really nice, spacious walk-in closet that right. doesn't get any exposure. Yeah, or like to the an sun. extra bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, well, you should definitely get back into that. I know there oh, are I some love it like, so much, yeah. photography spaces where you yeah, can yeah. use the dark room for free. Oh, for sure. I mean, I'm always taking photographs. And one thing that I really do like is working with um, disposable cameras. Okay, where can you buy those now? Because I feel like every CVS and yeah, yeah. has discontinued them. Where, which one are you going to? Um, you know, you can order them online, which oh. is fun. And then also, if you go out of the city, like sometimes CVS and Walgreens, like if you find the right one, when I see one, I, I snatch it. Damn. But all of my favorite places to develop them have mostly mm. moved out of the city. So usually you have to send them in online. Yeah, and then you get, like, worried about, like, how are my prints going to come back? Are they going to be, like, mangled? But that's part of the fun of it. Like, I love that. Like, that's the coolest thing about disposable cameras is it's, you know, nowadays with, like, digital, you take a picture of somebody and right away they're like, let me see. And they're like, take it again. But with those. I was going to say, not going to lie, sometimes I, like, Photoshop my photos yeah yeah everybody does everybody does so fucked up and but with the disposable camera you have this um thing where you shoot the photo and all of a sudden people are like okay i'm not gonna have be able to see it you can really catch a moment you know yeah and you can like still be in the moment Mm -hmm. because you're just like taking a quick snapshot yeah so you just go around a party turn the flash on or off you know and you're just like boop 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 catch these little moments and nobody's going to come up to you and be like, try it again, try it again. Thank God, because it's really expensive to get it developed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so another question for you. I got to gotta move through this timeline. Oh, go for it. Um, breaking, uh, breaking through as <laughs> a, a queer and female slash they them artist. Mm-hmm. What is that like in the tattoo industry? Um, well, for me, it was um, pretty easy. Uh, you know, I mean, we're in San Francisco, Hell yeah, which is are. pretty kick-ass. And um, the shop that I started working at, Black and Blue Tattoo, is a queer-owned. Um, when they started in the 90s, it was all females, all women. Um, oh, mostly, like, yeah, mostly um, under, like, all queer. And so the shop is now all-inclusive, but working there, it was always, like, just no big deal. Mm-hmm. And... Um, everybody that I worked with was awesome and it's pretty cool to start off like that and looking at you know other people like I know people who have just horror stories of their apprenticeships and um I'm pretty lucky for me it was never really an issue damn yeah yeah. which is 
a very unique experience. I remember going into some shops back in Florida and it'd be like a shop like full of dudes and there would be like one uh, female tattoo artist and the entire time they would just like rag on her, mm -hmm. like saying sexist comments, just like throwing them at her. Yeah. It's so uncomfortable because it's like... Oh yeah, I've heard so many stories. Um, I've heard stories of like one of my coworkers uh, who apprenticed whenever she'd wear a dress, they'd make her climb a ladder to get stuff oh or my like God. my other friend who is from Florida when he was apprenticing originally in Florida they'd make him wear hot pants and go out on the street with the sign like come to the tattoo shop so it's you know there's some there's some nutty stories out there I feel pretty lucky to have had you know learned yeah. where I did and luckily like um you know, even as a client, you can face, like, sexism mm. in oh, the for industry. Sure. Yeah. yeah, like, I've gone to, like, some dudes and, like, I think I have, like, 27 tattoos now. Mm -hmm. um, but I'll come in with, like, a couple on my arms, tell them, like, hey, this is what I want, this is where I want it, and they'll just, like, question the shit out of me as if I, like, don't know what I'm talking about or if I, like, don't yeah. have experience, like, But this, that's what you want, but this is what we're going to do, yeah. right? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So messed up. There's a lot of... There's a lot of shitheads out there. Um, so I told my mom that you were coming on this show. She oh. listens every week. Although she told me she's... Hi, Kelsey's mom. Hey, Sandy. <laughs> um, yeah, but she told me like distinctly she's not going to listen to any of the like orgy or like kink episodes because uh -huh. clearly she she can't handle that yeah um, which is really <laughs> fine but um i told her you were coming on the show mind you my parents come from like a military super conservative background um they know that i'm like a queer person and have changed their mind about a lot of things but i guess one thing that my parents still don't understand is queer visibility mm-hmm so if you would maybe like to elaborate for Mama Styles why it's important that you identify yourself as a queer tattoo artist in the space. Yeah. Um, I guess like the biggest thing for me, which um, I'm going to pull from the first track that I chose because we were talking about music. Um, yeah, that's coming and up. The first one I went with was La Tigra. Um, and I didn't know which track I was going to go with, but I went with them because... For me, like as a young teen, um, and so the town that I was from in Southern California is a small town, uh, Temecula, California. It's kind of like this conservative little bubble. And for me as a kid, um, I was always searching for somebody like me. And the first time, you know, I think it was, I was like 11 or 12, and everybody talks about this, but when, like when Ellen came out, and for me it was just like, oh my God, like... Yeah. Oh my God, like there's somebody like me. And I was for years searching for something like that. And I didn't have any examples in my life. And I knew that I was gay. I knew that I was queer, but I didn't have anybody to look up to. So I kind mm -hmm. of stayed in the closet and was like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And then the first time I heard La Tigra, I was 17. And um, it absolutely blew my mind. And the idea that there were people out there like me making art and making art for people like me mm -hmm. um, absolutely changed my life. And the first time I went to a show was the first time I saw queer people like me. And I think Aww. I probably cried and I would just maybe <laughs> afterwards, not in the moment because I was so nervous, but like, you know, just going somewhere and or just knowing that there are people out there for you is everything. I think um, 
generally like you know white straight people don't necessarily realize what that's like because the entire world is um, catered catered right being a white person myself like you know you grew up in all these teen shows everything they're like people like you so we don't realize that um if you're not that and you don't see yourself represented that's pretty nuts you know and being a huge film buff we've talked about it quite a bit (laughs) like right now like seeing the world open is just so incredible um and for young people um to see people like them represented is pretty incredible yeah yeah I remember um you know being in high school and a lot of my friends were starting to come out and uh, my parents were really awesome. We were kind of like the house where, um, you know, if my friend's parents weren't accepting, uh, my parents were totally like, come over here, we'll cook you like a warm meal. Like, you're totally like free to be yourself. Um, I remember having this like one best friend, Lindsay, and she'd always be like, I'm so gay, I'm gay. And my mom would be like, why does she have to vocalize that? Like, why can't mm-hmm. she be a person? It's like, yeah, yeah. yeah it's important yeah. to like, <laughs> yeah. And like when you that. find that and like, for me, like I kind of knew when I was 11, but didn't really come out until I was 18 because I just didn't have like, you know, somebody to look up to. I didn't realize mm-hmm. like what that meant. And it's like, when you do like come out, you're like, fuck yeah, rainbows. I'm going to go to pride. Yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. It's like, and still like I'm 34 and going to pride is just the most exciting thing because, you know, like, uh, going through the world as a straight person, it's kind of casual to you that everyone's straight and like mm-hmm. everyone's like you, but you don't realize until you go somewhere like pride as a queer person and be like, Oh my God, we're all out here. This is fabulous and yeah. amazing. And, um, it's a pretty incredible feeling still. I'm, I haven't gotten over it. Yeah, and I think because, like, because it's 2018 and it's, like, a bit more, you know, like, uh, I'm going to say, like, normalized. Oh, yeah. And, like, relaxed to be yeah. that way, I guess, you know, her mindset is still, like, why do you, like, mm-hmm. have to be, like, so out? And I feel like mm-hmm. especially under, like, the Trump administration. Oh, it's incredibly to. important. Yeah, so it's... Important. um. I think we all need to be vocal about who we are, and um, fuck that, dude. He sucks <laughs> so hard. Yeah. Um, if you're just now tuning in, you're listening to Cool World on BFF.FM. I'm Kelsey Styles, and in the studio with me is tattoo artist, illustrator, queer person, film buff, a oh, yeah. whole bunch of things <laughs> uh just koala and do you want to shout out your uh, instagram handle so people yes, can check out my instagram handle is at jess underscore koala underscore tattoo um i shouldn't have put all those underscores in it <laughs> um i think that might be the first time i've said it out loud but that's it <laughs> underscore underscore um yeah so we were just talking about uh you know queer presence and life the tattoo industry all that jazz um i want to talk to you about tattoo fame uh on the last episode i had connor marshall who's a comedian we kind of talked about how um you can actually be like a celebrity now as a comedian it used to not be like that you'd perform at like little bars and you know maybe have like a record come out but now you can like have a career as a comedian um and now you can have like a celebrity career as a tattoo artist like i think my entire instagram feed 
is like oh my god there's so many incredible yeah. tattooers out there yeah oh my god um yeah so how do you feel because you've kind of shot up you had a feature in cosmo magazine right i did yeah yeah what does yeah. that feel like now that you're getting like more notoriety um it's pretty nuts it's pretty bananas um i mean it's nothing like i get well you know like recognized on the street too much or anything but the coolest (laughs) um but the coolest thing is like um really as a tattooer is the travel thing and um so like through instagram to be able to be like i'm gonna do a guest spot in new york in a couple months in september and um so to be like hey guys i'm thinking about coming to new york and people can message me and you Mm -hmm. know do tattoos out there for me that is the coolest part to be able to travel with what I do and travel and make art is that is the number one pretty cool thing. Yeah. Do you feel like uh, Instagram has like done so much for like elevating your career? Oh yeah, like one hundred percent. I book pretty much ninety percent of what I do through Instagram Damn. and um, the internet and. How cool, like for musicians too, you know, like living in this world where people used to have to work, 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 and just hope that one day some, you know, dude in an office. The newspaper writes an article. The newspaper man will be like, hey, I like what you're doing, come on down. And um, and then they'll you'll sign a contract and sign away all of your material. Yeah. And then they'll record you. And if you have a hit, you're good. If not, they own your stuff forever. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. And so for now, like, you can just, you know, if you're doing something and you're doing something that people to re- relate to, people will find you. If you promote yourself, your audience is out there, you know? That's pretty crazy and cool. So damn. That's a cool like, world. So hey. what's what's your hashtag game? Are you just like... I'm into the hashtags. Yeah. You're into the hashtags? How I'm does into that the hashtags. work? I mean... Um, I will do individual hashtags for the pieces that I do. Okay. If I'm doing some flowers, you know, mm-hmm. I'll hashtag rose flowers. Hashtag rose. Um, hashtag you know, flowers. I feel like people who are into flowers, you can connect to them, right? <laughs> like, oh, I'm yeah, going to look yeah. up roses. Oh, wow, a rose tattoo. This is weird and interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, you know, the, like you said, SF tattoo. I do that yeah. one. San Francisco tattoos. So you can kind of catch people in your area. And um, I'm into the hashtags. I am. Dope. Okay. Keep it weirder. Continuing our um, Instagram tattooer subject, I thought we would, you know, give some shout outs to maybe some of our favorite Instagram oh, hell tattooers. Yeah. Uh-huh. If you want to you do a deep dive. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I think, you know, who I'm going to say automatically as my first one. Uh-huh. Can I take a guess? Are you going to say Pina? <gasps> No, I wasn't, but I love you, Pina. They're so You're great. So yeah. <laughs> I know because Kelsey has a, a couple tattoos by Pina. Yeah, I have two. And um, we were just talking about movies before this, and Pina and I ran into each other in line for popcorn before seeing Hereditary. Yeah, so yeah. Was... <laughs> if you don't know Pina's work, please look it up. It's really special and awesome, and uh, she pushes queer and people of color to the front and gives them discounts because... All those people have been through hard times and Fuck deserve yeah. a hookup. Um, and no. Pena's work is pretty fucking cool. I was going to say uh, Charlene Baddeley. Oh, Charlene's yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know if she's going to be doing a spot anytime soon? Um, I don't. I don't know what um, Charlene's travel schedule is like, but uh, their work is pretty fucking cool. And if they come this way, I'll probably be joining you in line to get something done. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. How often do you go do like trades? 
Um, Pina and I have been talking about possibly doing a trade. Hint, hint, Pina, if you're listening. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I've done a lot of trades with some pretty cool artists. Um, Meg Salad Sandwich and mm-hmm. Louis Berngard are two of my buddies in the Bay. And uh, we've done some trades recently and they're pretty kick-ass. And then of course my coworkers mm-hmm. are all amazing. Um, Haley Adams, uh, Sam Squatch, and oh. Ian Reynolds. Um, they're all pretty kick-ass, and yeah. Oh, I hope they're blushing listening to these <laughs> shout-outs. Yeah, I'm getting, um, I'll show you his profile, but uh, Kyle England is coming into Oakland from like the 16th to the 18th. Oh, I don't know if I know Kyle. He's normally based out of uh, Joshua Tree, but yeah, he does like some really Oh my cool... God, Joshua Tree is a dream, isn't it? I haven't been yet. Oh, you've got to go. I know, I'm waiting, but... Uh... Yeah, that is our, uh, if, if you have any more shout outs for Instagram tattoo artists. That you, um, you know what? There's so many that I'd have to look. Also, uh, my coworkers, Millie and um, Steady Fox are pretty kick-ass. Um, Damn. Yeah, but I'd have to like prepare. I've got like 500 just like, you know, there's so many <sighs> incredible artists out there. I know, I know, it kills me. Um, all right, so... Another another topic that we're moving on to. Um, I feel like your work has a lot of, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, but cultural and like musical inspirations. One hundred percent. Do you wanna do you wanna elaborate on what's on um, Well, I mean, we talked about you know music earlier and like how much like the Riot Girl, like La Tigra, influenced me the first yeah. time I saw them, and um, I've always just been such a huge fan of music and seeing bands live. So I would say that 100% that's in everything I do. Um, yeah, I, uh, I live for music and also I'm a huge film buff. So I'm always doing weird like flash sheets for movies or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I would call myself a cinephile. And then every time I talk to you, you're just like, have you seen this? Have you seen that? And I'm just like, shit, <laughs> oh my God, I haven't. I need to like <laughs> jot down a list. Do you have yeah. a, a letterbox to count? I don't know what a letterboxed account is. Okay, so yeah, there's this awesome website. This is not a paid ad by any means, <laughs> um, but letterboxd.com. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like a movie journal where you can just like log all the films that you've seen and like over okay, time. Okay, I'm signing up now. Yeah, over time it'll categorize it by like year where you can make like, uh, like different groupings. Um, and you can like, you know, kind of write like your review of it mm-hmm. and like rate it. And it's just like really awesome to like look back and be like, all right, that's all the films we've watched in 2018. Like, I love that. I don't have a letterbox, but I totally have journals that I have wrote, you know, like wrote down, written so everything I've seen school. and been like, saw this, saw this, saw this. I know. I'm so old school. Wow. You should have, <laughs> you should have invented letterbox. I should but... have. I think maybe they ripped me off. I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You should totally make an account. And also, uh, before the show, uh, the way Jess describes films and uh, you know their voice is just like very soothing. And I'm trying to to get Jess to do an ASMR YouTube channel where they just review, <laughs> which films. I also didn't hear about. But I would be totally down because that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. And that's pretty much what I do, as you know, from outside life. 
oh this movie and da, 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 yeah. would you would you like to give uh our listener a, a preview of what that's like do you want to talk about hereditary oh there might me? be spoilers on this, oh my god but... have you guys seen hereditary because that shit was bananas was spooky um after seeing the film uh my girlfriend noel and i had to we were headed home and we were like no 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 we cannot bring this tension, this horribleness home with us. So we went to a bar and we sat down and we told the bartender, um, we just saw a movie. We need a drink. And the bartender said to us, you saw Hereditary. And we said, yes. And they just brought us a bottle of booze. And we all sat and talked about how gnarly it was. You saw it. I, I saw it. Um, I saw it with my best friend, Sam, from episode one. Hey, Sam. Um, I really loved it. I think it's like one of the best horror films of the, yeah. of the decade. I loved it, but like the anxiety that it brought, right? It's like The Exorcist, where The Exorcist does that thing we're talking about where they mm-hmm. play like the beehive noises. Mm-hmm. The um, Hereditary kind of did that where they would play the the heartbeat throughout it Those at different levels. And so you're just watching it and it seems like it shouldn't be a tense scene, but you're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, because you can hear that in the background. And um, it's pretty gnarly. You know, I, I do really enjoy horror films, but also ever since I've seen it, and it's been like probably three weeks now, I'm like, okay, I'm cool, I'm over it. But then I lay down to go to bed at night, and I'm like, <sighs> look at the corner of my room, like, is there someone up there? <laughs> I've got to do a quick sweep of my room. Me. Maybe I should leave the light on. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Have you, there's like a new one coming out. I can't recall the name, but um, it's like these teens are doing like a video chat together. Okay. And then. Um, Is that the one with the dad and he's like no. looking for his daughter? No. Okay. No. It's like they're doing like a video, video chat. Video chat is a popular together. thing now. It's going to be in a lot of movies. <sighs> So what was 2018? We got video chatting. Like the oh, you were telling me about the emoji video movie. I didn't even know about that. So I'm going to check that out. Yeah, yeah, you should. It's wild. But uh, yeah, so this horror movie, it's like trailer, you know, has like these teens are like doing like a group chat. And then, you know, one of them's like, guys, I like someone left like a laptop in this cafe. And, you know, it's been there for like three days straight. And then it becomes the ring. Kind, kind of. So this, like, teenager dude is, like, stole the laptop. And everyone's like, oh, my God, it's like, so fucked up. And he's like, no, but you guys have found, like, this really crazy, like, server with, like, really fucked up videos on so it. So they found the dark web. They found the, yes, exactly. Okay. And in the movie, they're like, it's the dark <laughs> web. And give, like, a definition of good, it. Good, good, yeah. Um, <laughs> Update yeah. us. Movie. So they're like, yeah. found, found the dark web. And then they're on, like, the video chat. And then, like, a random person joins. Ew. And they're just oh my like, god, they're not like in the background of one of the videos, are they? They don't just show up creeping? No. They do. They just so, join. So, so yeah, so at first they just like, I feel like they gave away like a total like plot of the movie. Um, you can yeah. just watch the trailer and sure it'll be enough. Well, that's, yeah, I mean, you can give away, the trailers give away way more than we are right now. Yeah. A but, lot of the time. Uh, yeah, like a random person like pops up and they're like, 
I know you like have my stuff like and they're like you, I know what you did last summer yeah and they're like if 2018 you, like, if you if you end this call or like call the cops like I'm gonna come get you and then like one by one so they all like, have to stay on the phone call forever but that must, that's gonna sound like, boring they're all like okay we're just gonna oh wow yeah. are they in the same city or are they in different cities I think they're in the same city okay maybe they're not I don't know that's that's a very important yeah. detail well I mean also like now with internet traveling can't you just pick up your phone and be like all right rebecca i'm still on the phone but i'm running to your house oh wow i'm yeah, like join forces loophole. like put that facetime on yeah i mean that's the number one thing with horror films is stick together or you could just open do up do not like, go pee by yourself you go open up bathroom I'm buddy a, i message or like facebook chat and uh-huh. just like you know notify someone else like this is what's going on yeah or you could yeah. screen record yeah, if you're on your phone call your mom and be like mom I know my mom. She'd be over there with a bat in 2.5 seconds. Oh, damn. No no scary murderers getting in there with my mom around. Um, (laughs) All right. Let's check in on our time. Thank you. Uh, If you're just now tuning in, you're listening to Cool World on BFF.FM. I'm Kelsey Stiles, and I'm in the studio with Jess Koala, tattoo artist in San Francisco at Castro Tattoo. Uh, we're talking about horror movies, talking about tattoos. Um, we're actually kind of reaching almost our time, so I want to do this final Ooh, segment. coming up fast. Yeah, it, it goes by so fast. Um, so Jess, uh, Jess Koala, uh, we're going to play a game called okay. uh, Obsolete 90s Things, where I'm going to give you an item. And you're gonna rate it on a scale of one to five koalas. Hey, I uh, love it. Five being, you know, obviously the best. Um, yeah, so so get ready. I love it. First thing, answering machines. Oh, 100% the best. Eve, like five koalas for sure. Five Even koalas. though I don't always check my messages on my phone, I call people back, but I still love them and I love to look back. And if there's a good message, if anybody out there, if you leave me a good message, I'll save it forever. They're also kind of the worst when you go through a breakup and you're like, <laughs> oh god, and you save them forever, like I just said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, next is butterfly clips. Okay, I'm not much of a clip person. Um, butterfly clips, I feel like my little sister probably wore in elementary school, mm-hmm. and I have a sentimental feeling about them towards that. When you say that, I picture my little sister, okay. whose birthday it is today. Happy um, birthday. Happy birthday, Jamie. But, yeah, maybe like, uh, maybe two koalas. Two koalas. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, that being said, I'm not judging. Anybody can pull off anything. If you have the confidence. Y2K too. is back in yeah. style. So. Yeah. If you have the confidence to pull off butterfly clips, you can. Okay. We got we got time for a few more. Um, AOL Instant Messenger. Oh, I used it, but very briefly. Okay. Um, I'm going to say for sentimental reasons that AOL gets two koalas, but does do people still use it? I don't know. Oh, it's it's totally Is it gone. still a thing? It's oh, totally no, it's gone. gone. It's gone. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe then I'll give it three just for sentimental reasons and uh you know okay next is uh the y2k panic (laughs) um yeah do you want to give a definition of what this is for people that may not be familiar oh gosh yeah um i remember the y2k panic i think i was in middle school maybe Mm -hmm. and um everyone was freaking out buying canned goods when the year 2000 happened everything was ending 
So everybody was ready for the end or not ready. And Mm -hmm. uh, what was it like? Stores were selling out of flashlights and batteries and yeah, was it foods? So I was I was kind of still really young when mm-hmm. this was going on. Yeah. Um, but wasn't Do you remember? it like no, I don't remember. I think you it was don't like remember five. It. I was like five. Okay, there, we got okay. I was like <laughs> I was older than that. Yeah, I was in my teens for sure. I was probably fourteen. Damn. Right. Yeah, solid memory. <laughs> so how many how many koalas? Uh, Y2K, I'm going to give four koalas because, you know, it was like impending doom, like, oh, God, but then we made it. So it's like a good adventure film. It's a good action film. Okay. uh, Last one. uh, The Colored IMAX. Okay. I see a picture of it now. Mm -hmm. I never had one. What I remember of those, all I remember is them being in teen movies, right? Like. In in movies, but the main still characters hide, like the Apple logo. Yeah, they'd be like, yeah, they don't still know hide what it, this yeah. is. But the main characters in many films had them in their bedrooms, mm-hmm. and that's what I knew of them. I also never felt an urge to have one, not that I probably could have. Um, but I'm gonna give that a two. Like the butterfly clips, I feel like similar. Um, I feel sentimental towards them just because I saw them in movies that I liked, oh, man. but nothing else really. Okay, I lied. I'm going to give us one more. And that's boy bands and girl groups. How many koalas? Spice Girls. Yeah. Get five koalas. They are wonderful. Did you hear Spice Girls and Backstreet Boys are going on tour together? Shut up. I'm there. I'm going to buy my ticket in two seconds. It's going to be like if a, it's not a million dollars. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay. That's hard. Backstreet Boys I saw at SF Pride maybe like eight years ago. Oh, no way. They played at City Hall and it was incredible. It was probably the most people I've ever seen on the Pride weekend like outside of City Hall. Mm-hmm. I want to say thousands, but I don't know. Holy Everyone shit. stood still and swayed and sang along to the five songs that they played. It was My beautiful. Jaws dropped right it now. was beautiful. Um, but them, you know, they're cool because I remember them. But the mm-hmm. Spice Girls, Spice Girls, 100%. Backstreet Boys, I'd give three stars. The Spice Girls, I give six stars. Six koalas. Six yeah. koalas, yeah. Spice Girls. You oh my god, continue I have using the I have Spice World the movie. Yeah, I'm going to. I have Spice World the movie on VHS and DVD. I have on That's DVD. how much I love it. I might even have two VHS copies. Holy shit. I love it. I saw it the day it came out in theaters. Oh my god. Yep. All right, Jess, um, it has been an amazing time. It's been fabulous. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. (laughs) Um, One last question. Uh, For anyone who is, you know, interested in becoming Mm -hmm. a tattoo artist, do you have any any closing tips, tricks? It's hard to get into, but stick with it if it's what you want to do. Draw, draw, draw. Um, You know, like work on creating a style. Um, and reach out to artists who you love for apprenticeships, um, and you will find something. Keep with it. So rad. Um, if you're just now tuning in, this is BFF.FM. You're listening to Cool World. I'm Kelsey Styles, and that's it with my co-star, uh, Jess Koala, local tattoo artist, queer person, rad person. Um, and coming up next is their hand-picked selection of tracks. So yeah. let's get this party started.
attraction at the county fair. And now she sleeps in a box at the top of the stairs. And she loves it here. listening to Cool World on BFF.FM and in case you missed it uh, Jess Koala, local tattoo artist was just on we had a lovely chat uh, I'm Kelsey Styles, by the way and just in case you didn't know BFF.FM is made possible through the support of our awesome listeners listeners like you visit BFF.FM forward slash donate and make a tax deductible donation today 
You can even dedicate your contribution to help pay for your favorite show. Could be this one, could be another one, at bff.fm forward slash donate. You're listening to Cool World on bff.fm. There's a new world coming And it's just around the bend There's a new world coming This one's coming to an end There's a new voice calling You can hear it if you try And it's growing stronger With every day that passes by Yeah, yeah, yeah There's a brand new morning Rising clear and sweet and free There's a new day dawning That belongs to you and me Yes, a new world's coming You know the one I'm talking about The one we've had visions of And it's coming in peace 
come and enjoy Come in and peace Come in and joy Come in peace Come in joy Come in in love And I saw another sign in heaven Seven angels having the seven last plagues, for in them is filled up the wrath of God. And I saw, as it were, a sea of glass mingled with fire. And them that have gotten the victory over the beast, and over his image, and over his mark, and over the number of his name, stand on the sea of glass, having the hearts of God all around them. I'd like 